The governors uh, got together and said, look, let, let's play for a hog. Let's play for a pig. Gayuma meets row the boat. Gayuma meets row the boat. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the pod of Rosedale, a bronze pig full of hot takes. I'm Ben. And Eric, you there? I'm here, man. A special, right. special episode. I'm pumped. It is going to be a special episode, but before we start, I want to give you the chance to, to confess. To confess in front of God, Vishnu, Beth Moens, whomever, that you secretly do not love the Gophers. I, I got to apologize. Confess. I mean, I, I owe PJ... I owe the state of Minnesota, city of Minneapolis, an apology. I didn't believe in this team, and man, they came up big time. Yeah, big time. it was that was a ludicrous. I, I, I mean, I we've been talking about Iowa's defense, but does Minnesota have the best defense in the country? Uh, no, the answer to that is no. Uh, but in full disclosure, I think both of us should disclose this neither of us watched the game well maybe i don't know did you i i no. didn't no i and i think we have the same problem uh it, got youtube tv i um, i do as well and it's absolutely ludicrous that the gophers the hometown team is not available unless you sign up for pac-12 network right you could i i, I researched it you could get it on sling tv you could go directly to like the pac-10 network website and sign up it's crazy that that's the only way you could watch that game yeah um yeah i certainly wasn't gonna pay extra just to watch the gophers play uh the buffalo no uh, like i re i researched like you could sign up for a free trial but then like do you forget to cancel it and it just it didn't seem worth it at that point i was just fr- frustrated the whole the streaming like i love streaming stuff like it's a great in, in advancement in like being able to watch stuff whenever you want. But with sports, I think it's all of these services are sort of spreading off and, um, you know, making it harder and harder to see, just watch a game. So well, I think I was it's just Pac-12 network. I don't know. I mean, I think I'm going to be able to see every Iowa game because they don't play any Pac-12 teams. Uh, I, yeah, that's just weird. I, I don't know. The cable model is super antiquated. Yeah, but is the Big Ten network going to go the same way? Eventually, I mean, do they realize that they might have a ton of money if they just have a standalone subscription service, so you don't get it through cable they or any other? They are the other way. They were their own thing for a while. Like it used to be, I don't know, 2012 or whatever. You had to subscribe to MediaCom or Comcast, depending on which state you live in, and then you could get the Big Ten Network, and they had a separate app, and there were all sorts of ways to stream it. And then they just said, "Screw it, we'll just let Fox or whatever do our coverage, or we'll just stream it on the Fox app." Uh, and so they decided they didn't want to broadcast their own. I don't know. I mean, they could try to do that, but I think it would piss a lot of people off. And I think they know, hey, streaming's the way to go. It's cables. I mean, who wants cable anymore? The, the only reason you would get it is for live sports. And now there's enough market switch that people are like, all right, just pay for a subscription service and you can see live sports. Those obnoxious Hulu commercials, Sling TV, Future TV, all of it. So, no, I just think the Pac-12 is annoying and. I don't know. I don't know. Did they get yeah. it in? If you lived in California, would it come? I don't know. I don't I know. You mean Colorado? Well, sure. Or Colorado or anywhere on the West Coast where oh. you have Pac-12 teams is what I'm thinking. Like, Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is, like, is this – I hope this isn't the future. You know, is the NFL going to, like, split off? So if you want to watch any football game, you're going to have to sign up for the NFL streaming service or, you know, NBA. I mean – in, in a certain way, like, I think that'd be okay if it's, like, the Sunday ticket, if you could just, like, sign up for it and watch any team you want. But you know it's not going to work out that way. They're going to have all these blackout rules and and other things to make it challenging and more expensive. So, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't watch the game. But I did did check out, you know, the stats and, and um, some of the highlights. So, I mean, it was an, an impressive win. I Like, we predicted, I predicted they were going to lose. Um, and they definitely did not lose. They were 30 nothing, and uh, the defense looked great. They ran the ball great. Uh, Pass yeah. looks like the real deal. Uh, the only thing I'll say, uh, 
is Tanner Morgan still just looking at his stats? You know, 11 for 17, 164 yards, no touchdowns, no interception, like total game manager stuff there. Oh, it's yeah. Like they, just ran the ball all over again. Yep. That was absolutely by design. And I maybe just doesn't trust Tanner Morgan or they're just like, hey, we've got a great offensive line. We can just run the ball down on folks and we don't need Tanner Morgan to do be anything special. We just need him not screw it up. I don't know. Yeah. And, and the last thing about the Gophers that I just wanted to chat about for a second is the USC rumors, right? For for PJ. Um, I think Wait, I, I saw, saw some. Tweet. Yeah, well, I saw something online that he's the odds-on favorite at at this point, or it was last week, to be the next USC head coach. And, you know, I, I've certainly been critical of PJ, uh, at least on this podcast, for sure. But um, the and thought of him leaving, the thought, yes, and, and in, in real life, um, the thought of him leaving has actually kind of bummed me out, though. Like, I mean, the team does have something going. And, um, you know, there's a culture, there's an identity is he going to just take row the boat to USC and, um, you know, do the same stick stick down there? I, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, wow, is that is that possible? And it sure is. You know, I'm sure he's wanted. I, I have read some other stuff that it's just like a way to get a contract extension to to kind of push out these rumors and uh, potential landing spots. But then there's the Iowa State head coach, too. I think he was also thrown in, in there as a potential USC candidate. Yeah, so, that's tough to say. That was the Ference model, is that he, the rumors he was going to leave for a long time in the middle of odds. There was constantly associated with every head coaching opening at a big-time college. He got NFL, a lot of NFL stuff, oh, yeah, too, right? But yeah. That just became leverage for him to get a bigger contract at Iowa. I think he was comfortable. He's like, all right, if I consistently go to bowl games, I'll be fine, and it'll be, it'll be fresher, but it'll be like way less than the NFL, which has all sorts of stuff you have to deal with, and a bigger, big time program will have bigger expectations, and this is going to work great. So that's what he did. Yeah, Matt Campbell's an interesting one. I mean, he's either going to leave after this year, or he's going to be at Iowa State in a long time. I think. Um, we'll see. But is PJ and this is Fleck in the same boat? Is he like? Does he like it here? Is he does he want to build this program, or is he just looking for the next better job? Um, yeah, I've noticed he seems like a guy that ultimately wants to move on and do the next challenge, the next big thing. But if he's comfortable and just wants to chill at Minnesota, I mean, I think he could be the coach for a very long time if he wanted to. I, I think yeah. he's a long way from the hot seat. He yes, can have the bad certainly. year and nobody's going to fire him, even even though there'll be some grumbling people like whatever. He beat Wisconsin, you know, that's all. If he beats Iowa at some point, especially this year, like, he'll have a lifetime job. Like, he'll be here until he wants to leave. Yeah, so so who knows what he wants? I don't know. Or maybe he's just like, the money at USC is just too good. He's like, man, I could make five more million dollars a year going to sunny Los Angeles and out of the freezing cold of Minneapolis. Who knows? I don't know what's in PG Flex art. Only PJ knows that. Only PJ. So, Gophers scored 30. So did the Hawkeyes. Um, yeah, very different games, though. So, if anybody didn't pay any attention to the Gopher game, Gophers held the Colorado Buffaloes to negative 19 rushing yards for the entire game. That's hard to do. That's insane against another, like, Power 5 school that seemed halfway decent. And maybe the Gopher D is just that awesome. Maybe it's not, but I think the, the Buffalo had like 45 yards for the entire game. Gophers had 400 and some. That outgained them by 350, 400 yards. Uh, it was a low-scoring slog at first, but then the Gophers just wore them down. Just Trey Potts, pop, 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 wearing the Buffalo down. It was bonkers. Even though I didn't see it, it was very clear what was happening based on uh, the highlights. And when you just look at the score, like, oh, yeah, this was a shit-kicking at the highest degree. That's nuts. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think the Gophers, uh, I'm worried about him now, Eric, i got to say. But your guy Goodson, uh, he had a pretty dominant game against Oh, he was great. State. Well, he's the, he's the offense. I think I'm coming to terms with the fact that this year, if I was offense is going to have any explosion, it's going to be Goodson. If it's going to, if I was going to have any productivity, it's going to be Goodson breaking big runs. Pat has the... Goodson has the coolest mouthpiece. Have you noticed he's got the little spinner? The spinner thing? one. I've seen a couple yeah. other folks that have the spinner one. It's oh, very, really? Okay. Very weird. 
I can't imagine breathing in and out of that. I think it would be distracting. He's incredibly athletic. He's he's awesome. Uh, some creative play calling. A big shout out to Brian Ferentz. That first touchdown was super awesome. They just saw that they had overloaded and were crashing down and sold out to stop the run to the right side. And then just he sneaks out to the left, flips it to him, and he's just outruns everybody and he's untouched. That was amazing. That was that was awesome. Uh, but yeah, I mean he was. He was all the explosion. He had 153 yards on however many carries, 20 or whatever. The passing game continues to be vexing. I, I, it's, I'm very confused by Iowa's passing game. Petrus was not bad at all this game. He completed almost 70% of his passes. No touchdowns, or one touchdown, no interceptions. It was for like 200 yards. Everything was short. All dink and dunk all day long. But your stinking defense scored again. And, I mean... Still almost outscored the other team. Held them to seven points, scored two, and then, you know, figure throw the field goals in there, too. What else do you need? <laughs> I mean, if, if that's all Iowa needs to win a Big Ten West title, great. I'm so not convinced I, that they won't need more. I did check out the game. game, so I wasn't watching the whole game. Um, wife was watching every second of it, but I checked it out right when um, – Kent State was about to score. I think it was like in the third quarter. Right. Yes. It it wasn't like first and goal on the one-yard line or something like that? It was second and goal on the one-yard line. And they were about to make it a two-point game. Right. About to make a two-point game. It would would have been like 16-14. And then, of course, the defense does what they do. Yeah. I I mean, the defense – I mean, the linebackers are great. Jack Campbell and Justin Jacobs are are amazing. They are so fast and athletic and – they are always in the correct spot, and they read the play so well. That's one of those underrated skills. Like you can be a super fast person, but if you can't read the play fast, you'll just they'll be hesitant to see you go the wrong direction, and they never go the wrong direction seemingly. Uh, and then I don't know what the running back was doing. I don't know if he was trying to reach, but he just seemed to fling the ball up over his head. Yeah. I don't know what that was about. I don't and, know if he thought like he was going to be able to reach over his head and get the touchdown. And they lost it. I don't know what was the deal. It's like, man. Then Moss, that Moss guy, right? He's the one that recovered it. That He seems to be everywhere at the right time. Well, there was this couple times he wasn't in the right spot. I, I know you're going to view this as just horrendous nitpicking by a, a whiner. But he got picked on uh, a lot by their best guy. Uh, gave up two 45-yard completions where the guy just ran by him. He, he either bit on the play-action fake or I don't know what was going on. But the guy just ran past him. For a very easy 45-yard uh, you know, catch twice, so he was out of position a little bit. I think he's a little, little anxious to make the big play, and they were able to exploit that a little bit. But all well, all's well. I think the defense is great. The defensive line had seven sacks. Uh, their Iowa's defensive line is is tremendous. They're a lot of fun to watch. They just controlled the game, especially after that fumble. Uh, Kent State gained like 10 yards of offense on four possessions there on out so door got shut so it's good i mean they pulled away in the end 30 to 7 it's good just get past kent state's a feisty mac team unlike bowling green so it was was nice but uh, you know i still have reservations you can say what you will here but i don't think they're going to be able to get away with such a little explosion from the passing game for the rest of the season so they what call is it colorado state next week yep and then and then into the big 10 so you know, I, I mean, I don't, I don't see them losing for a couple weeks. Penn State, they play in the ninth. That'll be a big game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that well, they got to be undefeated first, so they got to get past Maryland, which screams trap game. Is that a Friday night game? I'm it just looking a, at that. It's like Iowa's first Friday night game in a very long time. Yeah, I, I don't weird. Even remember that ever happening before. It probably has, and I'm just forgetting. But it's pretty rare. So yeah, it'll be Friday night game in Maryland. Um, college Park, so that's not going to be a gimme. They got some really talented playmakers, so I, I, I'm not counting that as a win just yet. I want to see them play some more. But Mar- and Maryland did almost lose to Indiana or Illinois. I mean, that was a hideous game uh, last Friday. But we'll see. Uh, so before we go too much further, I do want to say we've got a programming note. We're going to get a little more weird with this podcast because there's not a ton to talk about. The Gophers play. Uh, the Falcons of Bowling Green, and they're like 30-point favorites. Iowa plays Colorado State, and Iowa's like 23-point favorites. These are both teams' like worst opponents in the entire schedule. We don't have a lot to say. 
about this game. So we're going to do some other weird stuff. A little bit of a left turn compared to previous podcasts. So you don't want to be a part of that, I guess. Pause or turn it off the front end. Uh, oh, you don't want you don't want to turn it off. You're gonna to want to listen to the end of this podcast because we're about to blow people's minds. I think. Oh yeah. Well. So stick around. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I like that little stinger. Get get people, give them a little taste, and they'll have to just keep listening, or I guess fast forward to hear what we're talking about. Uh, and our commenter of the week, you know what? It was a fun stick, but you know what? We're retiring it. It, it was obviously a, a shameless plug to to get more traction on articles and. Uh, I saw right through it. Now, one caveat, if somebody says something that's just super, super fun and exciting, we'll talk about it, but. Or if they agree with me, you know, like the previous commenter. Well, sure. Either one, either one of those. <laughs> sure. Uh, or, or, well, yeah, I mean, I, I do appreciate, yes, yeah. And making fun of Minnesota will get you some points for me. I mean, I guess, so shout out to Iowa Farmer for mocking Eric's ridiculous belief that Gophers fans would be storming the streets if they were. Nine and zero. Well, that's a disagree with this guy, but our hockey team, which should win every year, honestly, because we're the state of hockey. When when we won titles, we were rioting in the street with our damn hockey team. So, what do you think we'd be doing if our football team was any good? Um, well, your so, football team was good. They were nine and zero, and people didn't riot. But yeah, if they won a title, maybe stuff would happen. But simply going eight and zero or nine and zero is not enough to get violence in the streets from Gopher fans who are just going to start fires. But anyway, I think I think you're overstating just how excited Gopher fans would be and were when they well, were defeated. But I think Iowa fans are understating like how significant of a moment this is for their team. Well, it'll only um, be significant if they, if they, you know, hit the landing is the thing. But it is fine. I don't know. If they lose to if they lose to Penn State, say that's their only loss, like going into this going into the end of the season, and they'll still win the West, right? Well, obviously, yes. No, they would definitely win the West if they beat every team in the West. And then they'd get another shot at Penn State or whoever wins the East. So, like, they could still lose a game and still, you know, one loss Big Ten team could still be in the playoff. Yeah, Eric, if I get to sign up with a, a loss to Penn State, but then Iowa goes 11-1 and one and gets another crack at a Big Ten East team in the Big Ten title game, I would sign up for that in a heartbeat. But it's that, it's that back half of the schedule where the proof will be in the pudding. You know, it's that's where, okay, cool. You know, yeah, they can take a loss to Penn State. That's not going to ruin the season to a, a top 10, especially top five Penn State team. But after that, they're still going to have to beat six Big Ten West teams, including Wisconsin in Madison. No, we'll be pretty excited with 11-1 and one and a trip to the Big Ten title game, I promise you. People will be very excited. But we got to get there first. There's some very nasty roadblocks in the way. We'll see. We'll see. I, I did want to just do one quick. So you mentioned Bowling Green. Um, I thought we could just quick run a – you know, PJ's movie motivations again. We're like, what do you think he's playing for the team as they go into the week against the Bowling Green Falcons for next week? You got a, a movie recommendation for him. Yeah, I mean, this. put your hipster hat on for this, Eric. Are you, are you ready? Uh, Let's hear so it. So the, <laughs> the Bowling Green's mascot are the Falcons. And so that made me think of this 1969 movie called Kez which is sort of for kestrel, which is a type of bird, or maybe it's the a baby falcon is a kestrel. It's a Scottish movie by a director called Ken Loach, and this kid in this Scottish town finds a baby falcon and learns to become a falconer just by like reading a book and practicing and training the falcon. Um, I don't want to spoil the movie, although almost nobody's going to watch that uh, uh, movie. Uh, but so it's, uh, a, it's a movie about birds. It's a movie about one particular bird, which is a falcon. And, uh, you know, this boy on his own masters the art of falconry with no expertise. He just reads a book and practices and goes and does it, which feels like a very P.J. Fleck thing to me. Just go learn and go and achieve. Go lead through your actions kind of thing. And it has them taming a falcon, which the gophers are going to tame the falcons or whatever on Saturday. That's good. See, I went a little more literal (laughs) 
with the the Bowling Green. I thought, you know, PJ Flex, he's he's a simple guy. So he's going to go more literal too. And I thought like a bowling, some something with a bowling theme. And I thought of the Big Lebowski and I thought I could see him doing something like, you know, the dude is not motivated. He's lazy. You know, he's, he's not what we want to be. He's not the how he's, he doesn't have the how and kind of show the, the, as the Big Lebowski as the sort of opposite of what you want the Gophers to be. So that would have been my recommendation or Kingpin. So the big Lahowski, the big Lahowski, sure. The big Lahowski, yeah. All right. He, he could have, like uh, pass out white Russians or something to the players. Probably not. That's probably not appropriate for a coach to do, but uh, would fit with the movie. And I've got another. Well, I've, and I've got one for uh, for the Hawkeyes too, since uh, I like this. Oh, so Ference is showing films. I like this. Ference's films. That's even better uh, alliteration there. Yeah, it's so not a thing he would do, but I, I don't care. It's just an excuse to throw in random movies that I want to talk about. So for this one, they're playing the Colorado State Rams. So I went with Drag Me to Hell, uh, the Sam Raimi movie from, I don't know, like 2009, 2008. And at one point, they sacrifice a goat, which is as close as I could get to a ram. So there we go. That's what I had. You're on the spot. This is going to be a total Rorschach moment for you, Eric. Can you come up with a Ferentz flick? Ferentz film? For some reason, my mind went to, like, dinosaurs. I don't know why. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jurassic okay. Park. Oh, you said lamb, right? You said something about a lamb? Ram is the no. mascot. I, I, keep I know, but I thought, stuck on the mascot. I thought you said... Yeah. I, oh, well, I, I said know. they it's... sacrificed, like, a goat or something in Dragon Ball. Okay. Hell. Well, maybe that's the just... goat... In, in Jurassic Park, they sacrifice the goat to get the T-Rex to come out. So I guess that's where There's my brain went. She wants to hunt. Yes. There's a goat in that. I also thought about referencing Black Phillip from The Witch. But I was like, oh, that's kind of that, – that metaphor doesn't make sense. It's a creepy movie, but it doesn't make any sense at all. Like the Robert Eggers movie, The Witch? Yep. Yep, the one he did before yeah. The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse, yeah. Have you seen that, Eric? Have you seen? I have seen it. It's great. Yeah, it, it, it's a uh, yeah, it is great. Um, <laughs> realizing we haven't talked movies in a long time, but we'll, we'll table that. Well, we can talk movies. I saw one of the most insane movies I saw last night. Um, Malignant. Have you heard of Malignant? I, I haven't. I'm saving it. I'm saving it for. Uh, I think it's going to be on HBO Max for a couple more weeks. So I always do like a Halloween. Like the month of October, I try to hammer out uh, horror movies like every night, me and the wife. So I got it on the list. I, I heard the end of it is just bonkers. It is bonkers. It's a movie that doesn't really make sense. You're just like, why? There's all these choices which are baffling um, all throughout. You're like, wait, why did they do this this way? Why is this happening this way? What is What is the point of this whole thing? That's what my wife kept asking. What is the point of this? And I, I did not have any good answer to any of those questions. So uh, certainly worth a watch. Very much recommend it because it's not because it's great. I don't, I don't know that I'd call it great, but different and entertaining. It's as much as I can say without giving anything away. So cool. All right. Are we ready for our big announcement? Yes. I cannot wait. I am so excited. All right. So I guess I'm making the big announcement. We are going to come up with a new theme song. So right now it's a it's a battle of the bands of sorts. Because Eric and I each wrote our own parody song that we'll play at the end of this podcast. And you guys can decide which one you like better. Uh, <laughs> I will apologize to Gopher fans. I don't know if either one will meet with your approval, but you can... Uh, have a listen. So I'll just we'll just tell you mine is based on War Pigs by Black Sabbath. Wanna talk about yours, Eric? Yep, I went a little darker with mine. I just maybe it was in a dark place when I was thinking about this go for football team. because um, I did it before Saturday. Uh, might have picked a different song if I had done it after Saturday, but I went with Nine Inch Nails, Piggy. Uh it's a great song, Downward Spiral. And um yeah, so listen through You'll hear both of the songs, so you'll you'll hear 
we don't know which order yet, but you'll hear Ben and Ben's song and then my song. Um, and then we're going to figure out a way somehow on the website or through social media or something to get people to pick which one they like the most. So, um, you know, looking for interaction here. We want to want to hear if you like either of these. Um, I will say I played it for my kids and they were mortified. Um, so I think that's a good sign. At least uh, for my end. Um, but, yeah, super pumped, super excited. Listen through. And uh, we'll hear what you think. Yeah, my kids have not heard it. Oh, you're, you're inspiring me to play it for them. My wife heard me recording, doing all my various takes. And she, like, shut the door repeatedly because it's apparently just blasting through the entire house. She told me to not wake the kids up with my loud singing. It was a ton of fun to make. All right, so, yes, we do want your guys' thoughts. So we will try to just... Switch the theme song to whatever is preferred by whomever. So please do give us as much feedback as you can. Uh, I know which one I think is better, but I'm not going to say which. Figure it out on your own. Imagine me sitting in a row of cubicles. Got a, a friend sitting to my right, and that friend is also friends with Eric, who wanders over to the cubicle from time to time to talk to this other guy. At some point, out of the blue... Eric, I don't know what, why or what the preceding context was, but you declare boldly, emphatically, with the utmost confidence and sincerity that Hotel California is one of the top five songs of all time. And True. Stand by that. Oh, I thought you were down to top ten. Okay. Anyway, I was stricken by the absurdity of that claim. Well, so – not not to get a side tangent, but have you seen the movie Shang Chi, the Marvel movie? Just came no, out. I, I have not seen. That. There's like there's like three Hotel California references in the movie, and they at one point they sing karaoke to Hotel California. The, the Marvel superheroes are singing Hotel California, <laughs> so I'm justified with my love for that song. Even folks at Marvel Studios are also in love with that song. So continue with your story. If you, if you just said, I really like Hotel California, that'd be one thing. You didn't just say, man, I love Hotel California. That song resonates me, with me. You didn't say that. You said, Hotel California is one of the five best songs in the history of music throughout the universe. There are not five better songs in Hotel California, which indicated that you had not only really liked the song, but you reflected on what you thought the five best songs were and went with Hotel California as one of the five best. Yeah, it, well, okay, so maybe it's in the top ten. I, when we actually started break, you had me list them. I might have said there's okay, maybe maybe seven songs that I'd put ahead of Hotel California, but it's up there for me. And I, I you can find stuff on the internet ranking song rankings, and it's it's maybe not as high as I have it, but it's up there. One of the greatest American rock songs ever. All right, so now you're you're yeah you're narrowing the claim down a little bit. Certainly, if you exclude all the great music from the UK, that helps. But I was just floored because this wasn't like some twee thing you were saying to show how clever you were. You weren't like you know who the best Beatle is, Ringo actually, because you know like Octopus's Garden is like a metaphor for Watergate, and they predicted it. You weren't saying anything stupid like that. You were genuinely convinced that Hotel California is of the all the songs one of the five best and i was like man what is this what is going on with this dude's brain what what is happening here is this guy for real yeah but if i asked you what your top five songs are you name some obscure talking head song that nobody's ever heard of and okay we can have an argument about that but i i wouldn't put a uh i mean first of all there'd be a beatles song in there i don't even know which one but there'd be a beatles song and and i don't know how that would not like that's not a hipster thing the beatles are great is a very boring take like if i were to say i don't even know this wouldn't be dear prudence but if they said it was dear prudence like oh well what a interesting take like beatles are one of my five favorite bands or one of the five best bands of all time that's not a shocking take i don't say a bunch of hipstery shit i'm not like you know what baby huey is the best musician of all time i don't say that i'm not like kate bush that's where it's at one of the five greatest musicians in the history of the world don't say that I just, just, I've just never met anybody who's, you know, I guess put it this way. I've never met anybody who's as big of an Eagles fan. That's the, that was the shocker. 
Everybody's well, kind of like you that. need to get out more because the Eagles are awesome, and I'm sure there's going to be people. If if commenters out there listening to this, Eagles fans, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Come come to me with your Eagles love, because because I'm sure you're out there. I if there's a really big contingent of people that think Hotel California is one of the five best songs or the favorite band, yeah, I want to know about it. That's shocking. Well, like that I said, be... the folks at Marvel damn near revolved revolved an entire movie around the song. But they've made how many movies? Like, this is the 30th Marvel movie, and they're just now getting to Hotel California? <laughs> it took them a while. <laughs> like, it's not like we got the it's Kevin probably Feige, like, Iron Man's got to have like Hotel the, California. The only song they could afford or license, there's probably some like money reason why it was in the movie. I don't know. I, I'm going to look into it. I'm going to get to the bottom of why it was in the movie. But well, I'm glad it that made it me really brought smile. you such joy. I'm glad. And I mean, have you, Eric, have you met anybody who likes the Eagles as much as you? Yeah, they're usually like 30 years older than me. But okay. um, yeah, they're. how can you not say they're not one of the greatest rock bands of all time? Like, they are. That's just a fact. Don Henley? Come on, now. I, I think with Don Henley, I feel almost nothing. Glenn Fry? Okay. They're fine. They're good. I, They're the no, American I, Beatles. They really are. How are they the American Beatles? What are you even saying right now? They all wrote songs and contributed. The drummer sang. They're like the American Beatles. Okay. So just because every member of the band wrote some songs, that's why you're making that comparison. Joe, look at Joe Walsh. Like his, he had his own career too. His all these hits. Life's life's been good to me so far. All he had a bunch of hits. Don really Henley had a bunch of hits. Life's been good to me so far is a good song. It's all right. It's it's okay. a classic. All right, it's exactly the correct song. word. Correct. It's an all right song. It's perfectly okay. Is it anything Boys that John? Don- Don Henley, no, I, I'm not saying they're the Beatles. Obviously, the Beatles are a better and more important band than the Eagles are. But, um, I mean, in terms of American rock bands, who's better? Aerosmith, GNR? Who else you got? Uh, give me Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Over the Eagles? Get out yes. of town. Get the ZZ heck top? out of town. Give me those. ZZ Top? Yes. I, I'm going to hang up on I'm going to shut this thing. If you think ZZ Top is a better band than the Eagles, that is I mean, crazy. Screw it. Give me Chuck Berry. Good Lord. Well, Chuck Berry's more important as an artist, for sure. His music's but, more fun to listen to. I, like, I just don't get any kind of joy. Well, you wouldn't put Bruce Springsteen ahead of... I don't know. Like yeah, Bruce Springsteen. I, I would put Bruce Springsteen ahead of them, but, you know, he's not a band. I suppose the E Street band. He's more of a He doesn't get to count artist. because he's too important. So you wouldn't count well, Bob, Bob Dylan doesn't Bob, count. Yeah, no, Bob Dylan would go ahead of them, but he's, you know, obviously he's more important, but he's a, a solo artist. You wouldn't put Nirvana ahead of him? They had two records. You know, three. So what? It's about volume? Sort of, yeah. Best. It matters. Jimi Hendrix was great, but he only had two records. Does he matter more than the Eagles? Uh, I, yeah, his music's more fun to listen to. The guitar playing's better. I, Correct. Yeah, but the solo <laughs> in Hotel California is one of the greatest pieces of guitar playing, like in my opinion, of all time. That's a great. That's a, Hotel California is like an all-time great song, and that you don't like. Would you even put it in the top hundred greatest songs? Maybe if I'm if I'm trying to set aside my personal taste. Wow, wow, that's crazy that you'd have to squint to figure out to put that song in there. It's a movie I'd be putting it on there just because it's really popular and it's endured. I, that's why it's resonated in the pop culture for whatever fifty years or however long since that song's been out. It's got some cool stuff. It's kind of fun to sing. So I I have his buddy. Um, his name's Tom. Shout out to Tom. He had this thing when we were younger. Um, if he, he went into Subway one time and the song A Day in the Life was playing and he was going to get his sandwich and just leave. But because the song is playing, he's like, I got to sit down and listen to it. And we had this like sort of running thing where it's like, is this a sit down and listen to song at Subway? And 
to me, Hotel California is a song. You walk in the subway, you're going to bring your sandwich, go home. You hear that song, you're going to sit down and listen to it, in my opinion. Just like so a day in the me, life. If you hear, like, right, as you're like, hey, could I get a footlong Italian? If I hear, Italian if I hear Dark Desert Highway, I'm, my, I'm sitting my ass down, and I'm just going to listen to the song. Yeah, like I'm gonna kids get are my waiting in the car. Spice, yeah. Your wife's waiting kids in the car. Like, wait. Hold on, honey. I'm going to sit and listen to Hotel I'll send a text. Sorry. I don't care how annoyed <laughs> the kids are. I don't care how much they're bugging you. I got to prove this point about this dumb song. Even though I could queue it up on my phone as soon as I get into my car and just listen to it. See, it's a, it doesn't make sense as that whole uh, you know story I told only makes sense when you couldn't just like queue it up on your phone. Um, but it was a, it's a been a running, running theme, which I thought was funny. Okay. See here, uh, here, here, let me put Hotel California into context. Hotel California is like a eh song. So if I'm listening to the radio for whatever reason, like I don't have a podcast playing and I got a long drive or whatever. It's a you're song. You're not listening where, to the pod of Rosedale. Correct. I'm like, I've already listened to the entire catalog 10 times and I need a break despite how excellent it is. It's like one where I'm going to like, all right, I've got, let me, let me see what's on the other like four stations I want to listen to. And if there's something better, I'm going to switch it. Otherwise, uh, fine. I'll listen to the rest of the hotel. That's where it's at for me. It's like a, a coin flip on whether I'll even listen to it on the radio in my car. That's crazy. I, I don't know what to I mean, say about that. And, and I do like that you do have to exclude all the British bands because obviously Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, The Who, way better. The Who do not have a song better than Hotel California. Oh my God, Eric! I, Bob O'Reilly is that's a song. It's close. Bob O'Reilly is close. That's the only song I, that they have that's in the ballpark. Like if I'm accepting the conceit of a subway song. Behind Blue Eyes, you think that's a better song? No, no. I Blue Eyes is is middle of the road. I, I, Bob O'Reilly is right up there at the top, but that's one. I hear that opening. Play and I'm just like, all right, I'm there. I'm good. I'm ready to go. Let's that's a sit down in subway in the subway song. That's that's a like, sit down in subway. That, but I mean, there's there's several songs that the Who have. I, we don't need to argue about the Who versus. Well, we can. But I mean, Love Rain or Me. That that would be ahead of it. Um, several songs on on Tommy would be ahead of it. I mean, Tommy is an absolutely phenomenal record. Top to bottom, better than anything. Eagles have done, and yeah, you put GNR ahead of of your, you know, precious Eagles. Yeah, I, I would. Yes, for my own personal taste, I would. And you wouldn't put Nirvana because Nirvana's lead singer died. Well, I mean, GNR only had two albums too, so I guess I'm being a little bit of a hypocrite by saying. Oh, that. there you go. Yeah, you wouldn't put Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam's better. They're close. They're in the ballpark. Arcade Fire's better. White Stripes are better. Second, they're in the second tier. Both Arcade Fire and White Stripes are in a tier below. They're in a tier below Pearl Jam and Nirvana. Okay. Oh boy. You know, you know who's better than, than the Eagles? The Talking Heads. Let's bring it back. The Talking Heads. They have about. I'd call it five almost perfect albums, maybe four and a half. I, mean, yeah. I, I, lo- I like the Talking Heads. I do. I just they're they're to me they're like Tom Petty. Wrote a bunch of really really cool songs, you know, radio songs, songs you you know, like I know Psycho Killer. Like yeah, okay, these are some good songs, but nothing great at all. Uh, uh, about them just sort of really good a really good catalog of songs nothing great okay i'm about to to cry tears of sadness at your horrible take beach boys i'm just it's just the keys coming beach boys are better that sounds better than anything the eagles ever did good vibrations is a song that's up there with with hotel california but they they also like I, I love the Beach Boys on a hot summer day. Put on Greatest Hits, the Beach Boys is great. Put on Pet Sounds, but like they really had a all their songs kind of sounded the same. 
there were like the Stones before the Stones like started writing all these different kind of rock songs. Like the early Stones albums all really kind of sounded the same. Same sure. with the Beatles. Like all the early Beatles records, all they had the same kind of rockabilly kind of sound to it. And then they brought all these had all these great albums that came out after that. The Beach Boys didn't really do that. They didn't expand their catalog beyond that beach sound, surfing USA sound. When was the last time you sat down and like we're not just played the Eagles like an album from the Eagles? It's been a while, but Hotel California, the album itself is phenomenal. Every song in that album is great. Like that's a that when you listen to it, you're like, this is the greatest hits. Uh, and no, it's not. This is the album. <laughs> we'll have to agree as we have for years to disagree on the Eagles, Eric. But now now people can know this is they just got a pretty it's intense. Right. Rolling Stone 37th best album of all time, 500 greatest album is Hotel California. So it's up there. It's I think one of the 11th highest selling album of all time, something like that. The Eagles' greatest hits was like one of like the top two, three greatest selling albums of all time. So there's people out there that love this as much as me. All right. Well, it's it's 26 times platinum. The album Hotel California. So to you, the greatness is just determined by its commercial vibe. No, That's... no, of course not. Okay. But okay, so Fleetwood Mac rumors the another like that's the that's yes. in the, it's in that caliber caliber of greatness. And see, to me, the Eagles are they're tier three. Maybe you catch me on the right day, I'll concede tier two. They they just aren't this awesome force of music. Man, their music just they were popular. They made good music at the right time. Okay, it doesn't speak to me. It's not that fun to sing. You can't dance to it. It's just not that heavy. I don't know, man. I'm glad, though. This is We just pretty well encapsulated some of our earliest conversations. We just recorded it for posterity. Now, that was some version of that was basically the first com- one of the first conversations we ever had. So that is, well, that is, maybe we need to get a separate poll, too, of see what the listeners agree with me. Eagles, thumbs up, thumbs down. Take. Really dumb. Thumbs up, thumbs dumb, down. Sort of dumb. Exceedingly dumb. That's because we can do that kind of pool. All right, man. Well, again, stay tuned. Listen to listen to the songs. Tell us what you think. Play it loud. If we got any, if I can have any requests, when you cue up our songs, turn them loud. Blow your speakers out. Oh, I can't wait. I, I hope, please. I, even telling us we suck will will be great feedback. I would just love to hear that. So, yes. Thanks for listening, all eight people out there. Bye bye. Gather at their laptops. One's a gopher, one's a hawkeye. Two feeble minds, the plot discussion. The sorcerers of hot takes construction. On the field, the players playing. As the idiots keep conversating. Death and hatred to rational thought Poisoning with their mindless rot Go Hawks, yeah!
Why should they go out and record a pod? They leave that role to the dumb. Dumb. Time will tell on Ben and Eric's bad takes. Making stupid claims just for fun. Treating themselves like actual football analysts. Wait until game day comes and proves them wrong. Wrong. Season Hawk fans are cheering, and Minnesota Gopher fans are jeering. No more shall Minnesota have Floyd or Rosedale. Hand of God keeps Floyd in Iowa. Day of rivalry, Floyd is calling. On his knees, PJ is crying. Big mercy from all the Hawks wins. Kirk Ferris laughing grabs a pig. Hold on, yeah! Hey, Floyd. I miss you. Pig, piggy, pig, pig, pig. In Iowa City, my fears came true. Fifty-five, nothing in the Metrodome. Here in Minneapolis, all alone. They tore down those goalposts just for you. Nothing can stop the Hawks. The defense scores every game. Nothing can stop the Hawks without Ibrahim. Nothing can stop the Hawks. Petrus sucks, but they still win. Nothing can stop the Hawks. Goddamn Ibrahim. Floyd Flex not turning out the way we plan Hey pig, we're still sore about Brewster Man, I hope you understand What are we supposed to do? We hate Iowa because of you. We'll roll the boat, stop the Hawks. Didn't work in 2019. 
We're all about stop the Hawks. Come back, Bateman. We need ya. Nothing can stop the Hawks, even though Ference calls the same plays. Nothing can stop the Hawks. Come on, PJ. Nothing can stop the Hawks. Piggy, please stop the Hawks. Floydy, please come home. But Tanner can't stop the Hawks. Maybe Penn State stop the Hawks. Maybe Wisconsin? Nebraska? Give me a break. Peaches? Throwing picks? Maybe stop the Hawks? Is it going to come down to Minnesota, Iowa? Do Iowa win the Big Ten title and maybe? Maybe in the tur tournament? The national title? The playoff? We can't let that happen. Minnesota loves the series, right? Yeah, in the 60s we were really good. But we haven't been good in 20 years. Maybe 2019 we were kind of good and then we lost to Iowa. Skyuma? BJ! Skyuma! Skyuma! Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go! Let's go, Kyle, be you! Love you, too, buddy. Let's go, big boy. Love you, man. Love you, man. Go be you, got it? Lead this football team. You're how, you're how, you're how. Well, Heather tells my wife is like my information person. It's a great quote. Even on you and I's worst days, right? It's some people's best day. And if you look around the country, it's pretty much almost everybody's best day. So always keep that perspective. Because the journey to the championship for eternal life, legendary status, is not clean. It's not sharp. It's not easy. It's not beautiful. He chose wrongly. Now, Indy's turn to pick. His national championship trophy. The, the, the dream is in the journey, the process. That's the cup of a carpenter. That cup sure looks like our cup. Cheers, Indy.